0: El Futura tiene nada más que la
1: confrontación. Hey, welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. I used to write a bunch of weekly columns for a fucking internet place, and I would use those columns to put forth all sorts of crazy opinions. Then, I would come on this show to defend those opinions. But now, I don't do anything. Ever. Joining me today, he is the host of an Unpops Network podcast called Bleak and Review that you should give a listen to sometime. God damn it, he's also a really great comedian. You should check him out telling jokes whenever that's allowed again. I know I say that every week. It's coronavirus season. What else am I supposed to say, ladies and gentlemen? Kevin Anderson, also joining me. Our next guest is one of my co-hosts on a fantastic Unpops Network podcast called Conspiracy: The Show. Also. Another fantastic comedian who you should go see tell jokes sometime when that's allowed. Again, what do you want me to say? There's nothing happening in the world. Ladies and gentlemen, Olivia hyde It's going to be a great show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. Joining me as co-host today... My favorite co-host of all, I don't have a co-host. I just got a couple of guests. Woo! Guests you all <laughs> you all know and love and have heard so many times on this network. For example, Olivia Hydar is here.
0: Hey, hello. How's it going? Oh, you know, it's all right. Living living the good life up here in the pandemic.
1: You were on an episode of this podcast recently, I do believe.
0: I, yes, we're uh, talking about a related subject I do declare <laughs> The uh, the police protests and the Black Lives Matter protests
1: And we're talking about similar shit today But before we get to that, also here, Kevin Anderson from the Bleak hey, and Review podcast
2: Ever heard of it? Statistically, <laughs> probably not <laughs> <laughs>
1: Me and Kevin did an ill fated episode of the Burner Phone show recently that was 11 different kinds of chaos.
2: Was that, oh, yeah, that was when the last uh, three calls all came in at the same time? <laughs>
1: yes. And by that point, my mixer had stopped recording for some oh, no. reason.
0: Oh, man. Oh, no.
2: Yeah, it's all, so I you just, you know, didn't me even... from b- bad episodes behind the paywall. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even
1: release it. It was so <laughs> oh, much no. fucking chaos.
2: That was that was just old school radio, baby. We just did it for for in the moment.
1: And if you recall, I paid $50 to record that episode because of the software <laughs> we use for it. Oh, That's my true. God. <laughs> That's yeah. true. So it was time and money wasted. Very nice. <laughs> but this episode's coming out, God damn it. It's got to. I can't afford to just not put out stuff that I <laughs> record. <laughs> And as Olivia mentioned, we're we're talking about a thing that we've talked about a bunch recently, which is police violence and the Black Lives Matter protests, which mm-hmm. I think a lot of people would be surprised to know are still happening. Yeah, I thought we fixed everything. We fixed it, though, All right, There's no more protests. Well, the way the media was covering it for a while there, you would think they were just done.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, 100%. If you watch the news, like just the normal news, I don't think you would realize the scale at which protests and different activities are still happening.
1: Yeah, they're still happening in the United States. They're still happening all around the world. And as with any news story, there are a lot of aspects and details to these protests that aren't getting reported I would argue enough. And I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on in the world. Can't report on everything. I mean, I found it in the news, so I guess (laughs) CNN could probably wedge it in to their coronavirus coverage. But what do I know? Baseball's back. Who's got time to worry?
0: (laughs) Oh, thank God. Thank God that baseball is back.
1: (laughs) I mean, I am excited that baseball is back.
0: (laughs) Baseball's back.
2: Tennis is back. So no white people are going to be paying attention to Black Lives Matter (laughs) anymore. (laughs) Because we're all
1: playing tennis.
2: Yes.
1: But the protests are definitely still happening. They're still happening all around the country. And there's some weirdness happening with some of them. So we're just going to talk about some of the underreported stories from the Black Lives Matter protests. This first one isn't really from the black lives matter protests it just happened at the same time and it involves a large group of angry protesters confronting the police
2: it's definitely yeah. in the same cinematic universe <laughs> yeah yeah it's yeah, a prequel it's black
0: <laughs> officer strange <laughs> oh boy and really strange
1: this is a really strange story yeah (laughs) jesus christ
0: extremely weird and also weird that it wasn't bigger news yeah
1: i have taken to just calling it the milwaukee sex trafficking house story because it happened in milwaukee and it involves a house that is suspected of being involved in sex trafficking straightforward and basically back in june Community organizers in Milwaukee were alerted that two teenage girls who'd been reported missing were seen moving between a red van and a house on North 40th Street in Milwaukee. So a crowd gathers outside this house because 2020 is the time for vigilante justice. (laughs) And a crowd showed up at this house, you know, with some questions.
0: Yeah. (laughs) And inquiring minds
1: seeking <laughs> some information. And this is a house that police have been called to 27 times in the past four years.
0: Yeah. It's like the house that everyone knows is where kids are like, t- like taken basically there. It had a reputation for being like a creepy house.
1: Yeah. There was, there was a house in my neighborhood where this guy, it was well known that if you were a kid out playing in the neighborhood, And you were thirsty. You could just knock on his door and get a glass of water. And I Hmm. did that once. And at that same time, there were two other neighborhood kids, both girls. And he was really weird about me being there when they came walking out. And it's like, oh, that's why you're giving us all water. I get it now.
0: Oh, my God. (laughs) That's a
2: hell of a story to drop. Jesus Christ. Yeah.
1: You're a sex creep, aren't
0: you? Jesus
2: See my gr- growing up for me my uh my neighbor had a uh schizophrenic mom who told my neighbor uh, her son that my mom stole children uh, well- and so he wasn't allowed to go around the corner of our cul-de-sac to come oh play my because my mom steals children, which, you know, the jury's still out on, but I, I don't
0: think. Jesus Christ.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's my <laughs>
0: that's my experience with that.
1: <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I, I can't think of anything I'd want to steal less than a child. Right? It's so much <laughs> yeah.
0: work. Seems like a real hassle. I don't – I've never lived near a notorious sex house. I don't <laughs> have any contrib- contribution. Like, does, like no story, Nothing.
1: Kevin assured me you had lots of sex house stories. <laughs> no,
0: unfortunately. am
2: stories, though, because like you're saying, like there's always a house that people go like, oh, that's like crazy sure, old sure. man cr- Carruthers or whatever.
0: Right, yeah. <laughs> well, I, yeah, my neighbor, James Carruthers, he was kind of, a, he was like an old crank, but like, other than that, lived in a drafty old Victorian house.
1: So a large crowd gathers at this home and the police are called. And according to community leader Frank Nitty, which I don't know if that's a made up name or a real name, but either way, great name. Yeah, killing it. Yeah. (laughs) According to Frank Nitty, police took forever to arrive, and he alleged in a live stream from the scene that a man believed to have knowledge of the incident ran from the home and was able to escape during this time. So by the time the police show up, the crowd is even larger and they start breaking windows at the house riot police show up it turns into this whole confrontation and at one point a fire is started in the alley and the police go to respond to that of course because property (laughs) yeah property is being damaged (laughs) they must intervene but the protesters hit them with the old okey doke because they set that fire in the alley and when police scurry over to put that out, they set the fucking house on fire Woo!
2: and classic bait and switch,
1: Burned the house and a gold van that was parked behind it. Uh, both were set on fire. This is a quote from Frank Nitty at the scene. This is stupid because all the evidence is in the house.
0: Which yeah. Well,
1: drew- yeah, that's what I was. I, do, do we know
0: for a fact that it was the protesters who started the fire?
1: See, that's my question
0: and it
2: uh,
1: which leads have, into
2: that video that we'll probably get to later also which <laughs> right raises more questions right. <laughs> but yeah I, I that's the thing is like you just see like you hear reports of like there was a fire started but the narrative is always like these bad Agitating protesters started a fire. Right. It's not, it's well, the, it, but they just say a fire started.
0: And as Frank says, it's, you know, it doesn't make any sense for the protesters to want to set the house on fire because of all, there's evidence in there. Right.
2: And weren't <laughs> the girls maybe inside at the time, too? Or did they like, were they not? Who knows, right? Like, who knows? It
0: just feels like it makes more sense for, I don't know, the police to have started the fire (laughs) yeah, because they have been involved in some sort of sex trafficking scandal.
2: Certainly someone who would want to get rid of evidence.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. It's not really being reported as part of this story, but the police, their their actions during this event are really fucking suspicious. Mm Mm-hmm. And a yeah. lot of that has to do with a video. We'll play it. People at home, you'll be able to hear it, and I think you'll you'll get the gist. Here it goes. He got the whole look. Oh, they bringing somebody out the oh, back. He got the oh, oh oh. What's happening? What's happening? Hey, a, yeah, move, move with me. Move, so move. My battery gonna die. Yeah, I'm coming with you. Fuck that. Bring his
0: ass out. It took y'all long enough. Right, watch, buddy. Watch, buddy. Hey, I'm, I'm coming to through man. here. I
1: got you. They should just let us whoop his ass, dog. Bro, I swear, if we rush their ass right now, they can't stop nobody. Oh, they didn't put the van up to the door so they could sneak a shit out. Hey, that's they some sneaking shit out. Shit. They sneaking shit out, dog. Put that nigga on display. Put show that, that, that nigga face, dog. Now, show that nigga face. My shit got blurry as a motherfucker. Clear up iPhone.
0: Oh, they sneaking niggas out, dog. They sneaking niggas in, bitches out. Look at all the motherfuckers coming out of there, door. Hey! Look at all the, dog,
1: dog. Hey!
0: hey hell
1: no. Nah. Hell no. Nah. That band don't need to leave. So it's hard to tell from the video because there's a lot of cars and people in the way, but there is a point. In that video where you do see the police fucking leading people out of that house with their faces covered. And they brought
2: like their police van like right up to the was it the back of the house or something like that? Yeah, yeah. And that's that's the part that because like in the first half of that video, I was like, I'm not sure what's happening. And then once you get that image, I'm like, oh, okay, (laughs) yeah, it's pretty suspect
1: We'll link to the video. It was posted by a Twitter user named The Velvet 21. That's V with two E's. And it's a pretty interesting video. Like, why are the police like who are those people that were being led out of that house?
0: Right.
2: Because you wouldn't need to like necessarily if they were. You know, like if they were people who were being trapped there against their will, there wouldn't be any real reason to cover their faces. I guess. I mean, I don't know what the protocol well, is in that situation, that, but
0: if they were, if they were children who were victims of this trafficking, then you would want to cover the their sure. faces so that they're not getting photographed and you know passed around to the media and that sort of thing. Right. But right. Uh, as far as if there are adults who may be involved in this operation you know maybe they just don't want people to know that it's uh you know officer friendly other cops uh, yeah <laughs> yeah getting getting taken out
1: yeah, yeah that's and really weird the police have since come out and said there was no sex trafficking happening at this house which sure that's convenient
0: <laughs> i mean Very convenient there were th- i mean i remember reading uh Again, this is all just from Twitter, but it's from people who were literally there who were talking about the people uh, who were outside protesting also went inside the house and found a lot of very incriminating uh, things in there. I don't want to mention exactly what because it's kind of disturbing.
1: Yeah, so it's uh, it's unfortunate that the house was burned down because I would like to know what was in there and if there were any actual crimes but i'm sure the police will give us a very of course fair and satisfying resolution was there ever any
2: follow-up on the two girls that were initially seen going from the the van to the house like have they been heard from or seen since
1: the two girls in question have been found that's good at least and they're not saying anything about the house but who knows i mean if it's A sex trafficking thing that reaches any sort of higher level within the city. Oh,
2: absolutely.
1: No one's going to just come out and be like, yep, that's what was happening. I feel safe saying that right now.
0: (laughs)
2: Yeah, Jesus. I know the
0: cops got my back.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
2: Yikes. Big day.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, this was like a month ago, and... No, there has not really been much major coverage. of. Yeah, this. I mean,
2: since you sent like the you sending me the article for this episode was the first I even fucking heard of it, which is like and I'm pretty glued into all of the terrible shit that's happening. Like, I I don't like I'm not like, you know, constantly like detaching. Like, I I have a, my finger on the pulse of like every horrible thing that's happening in this country. And I'm like, this is the first I've heard of that. That's fucking right. crazy.
1: <laughs> yeah, I only heard of it because someone sent the story to me on Twitter
2: oh shit so it's definitely it's definitely not it has no national traction whatsoever this must have been someone that was close to it or like has no somebody that's close to
1: it yeah it's all local milwaukee coverage
0: yeah that's all i've heard from it is people who were on the scene and taking photos and videos and that sort of thing
1: i fucking love milwaukee either have you ever been to milwaukee i have not it's a fun city it's cool yeah i like it a lot
0: uh yeah
1: yeah, that's a weird. Yeah, just to end of that story. Shout out to Milwaukee, really great <laughs> place. Yeah, we,
0: you know, we, we, actually, I think if anything, uh, the events of the last couple of months are, are a really good testament to the quality of the people living in Milwaukee.
2: Absolutely, the fact that they showed up for these, you know, two missing girls and stuff like they weren't they, showed that up
0: shows, for the missing girls. Yeah, uh, showed up for the uh, protest uh, on the first protest for George Floyd to begin with. Like, yeah, hell yeah.
1: Remember when the Black Panthers threatened to, like, go on a shooting spree in Milwaukee if a bunch of Whoa. demands they had weren't met?
0: It was I intense. I not heard that, but hell yeah. It,
1: <laughs> it never happened. There was a rap group in the 90s called X-Clan. They were very, 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 very militant uh, yeah. group. And at one point in one of their songs, the, the lead rapper just starts saying, 1995 is coming. 1995, (laughs) start running (laughs) And that was their thing At one point, they were like, if you don't change shit by 95 We're gonna burn this fucking city to the ground And the police (laughs) probably all railroaded them And they're all in prison now or something Or dead, yeah Hey everybody, this is Adam Host of the podcast you're listening to right now Question, are you looking for Unpop's gear to wear on your body? if so we have that now head to unpops.com shop right damn now and get your t-shirts get your sweatshirts get your mugs get your masks get a onesie for your fucking kid this store has it all again that's unpops.com shop go buy stuff thanks we love you let's get back to the show let's talk about portland
2: yeah jesus
1: this shit is pretty crazy we talked about it a little bit on last week's episode of in broad daylight but there have been some updates since then basically what's happening is these federal agents wearing fatigues and patches that literally just say police
2: (laughs) they got it a local fucking joanne fabrics so insane
1: (laughs) yeah Like, they're patches that I'm pretty confident we could order on the internet right
0: now. Oh, absolutely. You can order almost... We'll get into this, but you can order almost every single piece of equipment that they were wearing on the internet. Yeah. Yeah. For pretty cheap.
2: Yes. Or sexy cop costumes.
0: Yeah, or just to kidnap (laughs) people with no... Yeah,
2: exactly. i just get a white t-shirt and just draw police on it and just be like a lazy (laughs) Halloween costume and then go commit hate.
1: Or... What if it's a sexy kidnapping costume? Ooh, uh,
2: sexy uh-oh. kidnapper. Right? David Koresh Should style. Cool. Well, he's not a kidnapper, but you get it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he fucked. <laughs> he he was sexy. Yeah. He did fuck <laughs> notoriously.
2: Koresh had big dick <laughs> energy. <laughs>
1: David Koresh fucked. Yes.
0: Yeah. We can say one thing. Yes. Oh, God.
1: I'm going to be honest. Might be the only problem with that group.
0: <laughs> Is that David Koresh fucked. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was really... It, it really lost him a lot of the moral high ground.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Pretty it's much like, everything else. All, was all fine. you had to do. It, he's like Chris D'elia. It's like you had everything. <laughs> all you had to do was not fuck kids. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, but oh, I want <laughs> 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 uh, Curses. Oh, God.
1: So back to these fucking <laughs> mystery cops. Yeah. <sighs> What they're doing is just showing up at protests and snatching people off the street, throwing them in goddamn minivans and driving off into the night to fingerprint yes. them and interrogate them. And for the longest time, people were like, who the fuck are these people? Yeah. And it turns out it's Customs and Border Patrol.
0: Shocker.
1: Yeah. The good men and women of Customs and Border Patrol. But it's
2: just a few bad apples from the Customs and Border Patrol things that are all (laughs) just taking these orders and going to do it without questioning it.
0: (laughs) There's nothing wrong with our Gestapo.
2: Yeah, because they're not going to hurt me. Tread on everyone but me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think the reason they're there is Trump was planning to deploy Customs and Border Patrol units called BORTAC units.
2: BORTAC.
1: (laughs) BORTAC.
2: The mighty BORTAC.
1: And these are like the fucking Navy SEALs of Border Patrol. They're like, they normally deal with cartels and shit like that. And Trump wanted to deploy them to sanctuary cities to uh, basically help in deportations and immigration arrests. I personally think they were counting on that Supreme Court verdict over DACA to go a different way.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I
1: think they were expecting they would be deporting dreamers. But Trump had deployed all these troops and then I stopped deporting people for a while. And it was, uh, well, what are we going to do with them now?
0: Yeah, they, got, they were getting Nancy. Uh, what yeah. if we just make Hydra a real thing? <laughs> have you, I mean, have you ever dealt with a cranky ice agent when he's not allowed to go out and uh, extrajudiciously cadet people? Yeah, it's like I a mean, pit know, that still
2: has its testicles. It's just too just, much.
0: <laughs> they get all whiny and colicky, and you just can't get them to sleep.
1: Yeah, you got to give them someone to brutalize.
0: Come on. I mean, what are you expecting?
1: Or else they don't get all that brutality money in the budget next year.
2: They're only inhuman, guys. We <laughs> <remember>. <laughs> I like. So now that they're being patrolled, I remember reading specifically that Trump's uh, thing was that because he wants to deploy, he did it in Portland, and then he's targeting specifically Democrat cities, which is like right. just fascism. Like you can't, there's no other way. There's no way that, even with all the mental gymnastics that these fucking you know very flexible bootlicking supplicants are doing it's very yeah. hard to say that's anything other than just straight up fascism like even for people that want to play devil's advocate you know white people on facebook and shit right. it's really disgusting
0: mm-hmm. well the problem is almost everybody wanting to play devil's advocate is a fascist and likes fascism right. that's true and so that's true I, yeah i guess <laughs>
2: like because they, they they want to they want to present as like no i'm here for the facts and i just want to have a uh, but it's like no deep down you want the cops to win because you don't like brown people.
0: This is always how fascism was going to pop up in America in in the guise of super patriotism. It's how it pops up in Germany and Italy. Yep.
1: And this is absolutely part of Trump's campaign strategy. Oh, yeah. I did another episode of In Broad Daylight, a solo episode about Trump's Tulsa rally. (sighs) The one we laughed it up about because not as many people attended as usual. And that was that was his campaign launch rally. And he made it really clear in that rally that what his campaign strategy is going to be if these protests carry on, which they definitely are, Mm -hmm. is, oh, we'll see what's happening in these Democrat controlled cities. If you're tired of that, I'm the guy who can fix it. Yep. Right. I will send in troops to fix it and your problems will be solved, and you can go back to having coffee with your friends in the Capitol viruses. area. And at the beginning of the speech, he calls out the silent majority, yeah. which, if people aren't familiar, that's a term Nixon made popular in 69. Nice.
2: Uh, <laughs> Dude, hell yeah, I just got hard.
1: <laughs> and it referred to people who didn't participate in Vietnam War protests and who didn't join the counterculture, and who didn't state their political views publicly. And those are the people that helped Nixon win that election. Yeah, And that's what Trump's counting on this time, is people who aren't interested in joining Black Lives Matter protests, who aren't interested in being socialists, and who normally just don't participate in politics. He's hoping those people will be so scared and bothered by these protests yeah that he will earn their vote on the promise to eradicate these protests it's absolutely what trump's doing
2: yeah it's a if trump's uh you know the corporation person the businessman this is a very interesting uh and terrifying fourth quarter pivot for his business strategy (laughs) uh it's absolutely because like that is uh That is the thing is like the silent majority is like, but I think, I think like the thing that, I mean, he's counting on it, but the thing I think is like most people who like he says, like, Oh, people who are like scared of protests. Like there's a lot of people who don't go to protests that are like, fuck this shit like they're like fuck you trump like fuck all this but like they don't go because you know health reasons or like virus reasons or whatever reason you know just don't have the ability to get there i think like in this case i think the silent majority is on the right side of history but it is definitely uh he's absolutely flailing to just like try to make people feel very separate from what's happening those pros like that's that's them over there and they're scary for you you should be with me because i'm (sighs) not scary
0: oh kevin Oh, you sweet summer child. I know. Yeah, so naive. I'm in a bubble. I'm in a
2: bubble. No, I got this Facebook sandwich group that got radicalized, and it opened my eyes to how many racists there are out there. No, I know. I know. Trust (laughs) me. We went from 50,000 members to 43,000 because we had to ban a lot of racists.
0: Well, at least you banned them. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Even though we talked about this on an episode of In Broad Daylight recently, there are some updates. For one, this group of moms showed up in portland called the wall of moms yeah and they showed up to act as a barrier between police and the protesters because they were like The police aren't going to tear gas a bunch of moms.
0: (laughs) Oh, oh, Portland. Oh, you sweet summer child.
1: The police just cracks their knuckles. They're like, all
0: right, here we
1: go. So, police immediately tear gas those moms.
0: Right, of course. Obviously. It took like 10 minutes.
2: Yeah, I'm laughing at the ridiculousness of how we've presented this information. Not that that's inherently funny. It's obviously a war crime.
1: (laughs) Save it for this next piece of information, which Mm -hmm. as much as I didn't want to, I did laugh very loud when I read this. They also tear gassed the fucking mayor yeah. of
2: Portland. <laughs> I, I read about that last night, and I was just like, yo, that is crazy! Like, it's, car- it's cartoons. That shit
1: is animated it cartoons. Is. That's, that's something that would happen in a comedy where
0: the mayor would show up and be like,
1: well, they're not going to tear gas.' Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. It's a Parks Gold? and Rec
0: episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yikes. Leslie Nope goes out there and is like, well, the police won't tear gas me. I dated Louis C.K. And he was a cop. And, <laughs> and then she he shot g- <laughs> in the eye with a pepper bullet. <laughs> he like just personally rubber bullets her. Yeah. And then jerks she off. loses an eye.
2: Oh, God. I forgot he was in that show.
0: <laughs> like, yep. it's
1: terrifying that they tear gas the mayor. But also, like, yeah, commit to no. the bit. I get it.
2: <laughs> at this point there's no going back yeah. like what, yeah. what what else could they what are like what who haven't they tear gassed they've tear gassed babies and children and moms yep. mayors like I, i've cripples like like everything right they've tear gassed every kind cripples. of person they have cripples, cripples. <laughs> is that not uh, handicapped peoples <laughs> i'm sorry i'm worked up You're and i are canceled I, I, Okay, fine. I'm canceling you. <laughs> I was doing my impression of another white guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, I was sorry, but I was I was getting riled up. But I was just thinking about like, like literally, what like yeah. what horrible thing haven't they done? Like they've like no, they've totally. hit. Yeah, it's it's disgusting.
1: They're gonna have to tear gas a pet yeah at this point
2: it's gonna I have to be someone they shot like, a dog right
1: oh did they okay
2: oh, they, never they, mind yeah, yeah the they shit shoot,
0: <laughs> well police shoot dogs all the time that is true that is true that is a classic story they show up and they the dog is barking and they shoot the dog they're gonna like
2: break a rabbit's neck in front of a child and be like ah <laughs> like
0: just like <laughs> they
2: have to just become like fucking supervillains, more so than the hydra agents they already are
1: have they pepper sprayed a dog during these protests?
0: <laughs> I haven't seen that yet. I, I don't know. I would, I, I would kind of like to see them try.
1: Or a cat?
0: Oh, like a kitty, No kitty. But then they have to. Then you get like the cell phone video of this like armored cop chasing around a cat with, uh, with the pepper spray, trying to like get it. And it, trying and to get it can't. in a tree.
2: It's like in a tree, and he's like trying to climb the tree in his fucking stormtrooper gear.
0: Yeah,
2: <laughs> just faffing about. That'd be good.
1: Even more concerning about Trump deploying these federal agents to Portland, he's going to start doing it all around the country now.
0: Absolutely.
1: Not just in response to protests, but sometimes in response to protests, but also just in response to crime and gun violence. Crime with a
2: big capital C. (laughs) Yeah,
1: which has gone up in, it has gone up pretty significantly in a few major cities. Chicago for example, had 116 murders last month, which was a 200% Ow. increase over the same time last year. Dang. But also in every one of those cities, the mayors are like, no, don't, don't send fucking federal agents here. Like we, we could do right. some law enforcement assistance no, to track we, guns and things, but I, not this. I, won't let,
0: I will not let your federal thugs in here to beat my citizens. My cops are going to beat my citizens. uh,
2: This is a for us, by us situation. We are are homegrown police brutality, okay? Everything is locally sourced. It's a states
1: rights (laughs) issue.
2: Oh, it's a big states rights situation with a big fucking (laughs) big wink. (laughs) Good God.
1: Yeah, that's apparently what's going to happen next is he's going to start Sending these federal agents into major American cities to deal with crime. And I've said for years and years and years that if any president is ever going to make that liberal dream of no guns in America come true, it'll be Trump. It's just that this is what it will look like.
2: Yeah, it'll be... Right. Every, well, it'll be no guns for citizens in America, obviously. And it'll be that there will be just, like, roving federal death squads that have all the guns and will just be, like, afraid to leave our homes like we were I- when they brought the National Guard in and were shooting fucking shit through people's windows and stuff.
1: And it will be exactly what this is. It will be Trump sending heavily militarized police forces into poor communities mm-hmm. basically
0: i do feel like that definitely would not be a uh pre-election that's that feels like a second term <laughs> move because his voter base is <laughs> also very activated by the second amendment and i feel like that would be too big of an electoral risk to to even touch that right now
2: to lose the 2 A crowd yeah 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 i can see that
1: yeah the other thing that this opens up the possibility to olivia mentioned earlier a lot of the pretty much everything these mystery troops are wearing it's shit you can just like go to an army surplus yeah. store yeah, or go online and this is
0: something i've been buy. thinking about a lot
1: there well there has been at least one report of kkk members showing up at these protests wearing what looks like police
0: absolutely gear
1: with fucking zip ties on them getting ready to fucking round people that up. That
0: is it's the mass, it, like that is the modern boogaloo like militia like protest outfit right now is just th- that sort of tactical heavy military gear with no, you know, markings.
2: And no face and mask cuz that's for cucks. It's
0: so easy to go <laughs> on. All you have to do is go on Amazon, you spend like 200 bucks and you can look just like one of these federal agents and just kidnap whoever you want or you could even point like if someone's pissing you off and you're and you don't and you want them to go away why don't you go down point at them and say hey this person's resisting arrest and then the real cops will come in and take do the job for you you know
2: yeah they're like they're just like that's clearly one of us uh, one of our guys over there like we you know we don't yeah why would why would they ever differentiate they just want to grab
0: Yeah, they don't need any excuse to rough someone up and take them away. They're not going to be like, show me your badge. They're going to be like, oh, hell yeah, more flesh to punch. All they hear is he's resisting and then they're ready to go. And so it's so easy right now for uh, extremely dangerous people to take advantage of this kind of a situation.
1: Yeah, and another way it's being taken advantage of is there's an example from New York City where they just recently cleared a protest that's been happening for weeks now called Occupy City Hall, Right. where protesters have just been camped out at City Hall in New York City demanding that they defund the police. And yeah. what's happening now that Trump has made this threat to deploy federal agents is places like New York City are going, well, we don't want Trump to deploy federal agents, so... We're just going to break up that protest ourselves. And that's what they did. They went Mm -hmm. in and cleared out this Occupy City Hall protest. And that was their reasoning was, well, it's not really about the protest anymore. And also, we don't want Trump to send those troops here. So, right. Which What's the difference? Well, they're
2: self—they're selfish cowards. They're selfish cowards who are like, are like, well, we don't want to have to deal with this, so fuck your whole thing. But also, they don't Man. want to defund the police anyway. Like, they're actively resisting of that, course. so it works out nicely for every—I mean, for them—and doesn't work out for anybody that actually exists in the real world. But
0: and De Blasio in particular has such a weird dom sub relationship with the NYPD, where they are constantly trying to cuck him with his like family. And, you know, using his daughter is like a, a gambling chip uh, to get what they want. It's a very toxic, <laughs> strange relationship.
2: It'd be cool if it was just about fucking, but it's not.
0: Yeah. No, <laughs> it's, it's not it's at all.
2: Not even close. Would be cool, though. That, yeah, that'd be yeah. cool. be
0: Yeah, that would be cool. That's We're not here word. to
2: kink shame. We're here to tear the fucking <laughs> society down. <laughs>
1: Speaking of the NYPD, it's also been reported that they were just kind of disappearing protesters back in June. Hundreds of Black Lives Matter protesters were detained in holding cells without masks, obviously, for days and without being able to call family or lawyers. Attorneys from the Legal Aid Society had to go to court to get them released. They filed a lawsuit alleging that more than 400 people were being held illegally and the judge sided with the cops he gave a one line decision that just said all writs are denied which is writ of habeas corpus he did say Jeez. baba booey baba booey so also yeah howard okay. stern okay. rules yep. yeah.
0: well, <laughs> as if habeas corpus hasn't been fucking discarded for 15 years now basically but that's like yeah. a final nail
2: yeah that's just like oh yeah just in case you were wondering how much we don't follow the law <laughs> here's one more final piece
1: Yeah. And one of the the lawyers for legal aid in this interview with The Intercept, which I'll link to, he was like, the law is the law, man. Yeah. And under current law in New York, if you've been arrested, you have to go in front of a judge within 24 hours. Yeah. And there's no coronavirus exception. There's no protest exception to that law. So this judge just ignored the fucking law and was like, well, yeah, you can't still do that with coronavirus happening. And it's like, where the fuck does the law say that? So you
2: could definitely play baseball, but you can't do that. (laughs) Jesus.
1: I'm still excited about baseball. Know, coming back. Not
2: to take away your baseball excitement, I didn't mean that to be like that. I'm saying like, whenever people people are very selective about when they when they think that social distancing and and coronavirus restrictions should come into play, and it's absolutely bastardized for gross shit like this all the time. Where it's like, well, we can't do that because coronavirus, but also like, have your parties, like do whatever. We're not going to crack down on that at all. Like, but when it comes to human rights, we're not going to. No, that's too dangerous to have too many people there. Yeah.
1: Yeah, well, we're going to talk about a specific example of that in one second. (laughs) But just a reminder that this is the same NYPD that probably at the same time this was happening, they also were teaming up with the FBI and interrogating protesters about their political beliefs. Which, (laughs) if you've been arrested for a curfew violation... The fuck... They're not allowed to do that. Yeah. That's, not, that's, crazy. Like, that's not the kind of thing they get to interrogate you over, right. but that's what was happening. People were getting arrested for curfew violations and being literally interrogated by the FBI about their views on anti-fascism. And it's like, what are you saying, yeah. do you say in FBI?
0: Why do you care?
1: Yeah, like you you want fascism? Is that why you're worried about people's thoughts on anti-fascism? No, we're just playing devil's advocate. We have the
0: FBI. <laughs> <laughs> we're just like,
2: hypothetically, like, you guys are actually the, the, the anti-fascists are kind of acting like fascists now, wouldn't you say? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking jacks off all of themselves.
1: We went to the marketplace of ideas, and this is what <laughs> we came back with.
0: Uh, it bears to be said that this is not, this whole disappearing of protesters thing is not... Uh, New or unique to these current Black Lives Matter protests Mm. Uh, back in the first Black Lives Matter protests in Baltimore and in Ferguson, there were protesters who, you know, uh, there was video taken of them at the protests and the cops used that to track them down and make them disappear. And it's kind of a running theme. On all these anti-police protests, surprisingly enough, and the
2: ICE, and like all the ICE disappearances too, like the oh, we just lost like hundreds of people detained by ICE. It's yeah. all part of the same fucking bloody late-stage capitalism death sure. wheel.
0: <laughs> and ICE, of course, that, that's a that, that is obviously on a on a policy level. It's just I think it, the similarities between specifically Ferguson, uh, no, absolutely, in particular, no, and no, no, these I, NYPD I things,
2: yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, and some of those Ferguson protesters disappeared for real.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, like literally have been missing or presumed dead since.
1: So, yeah, that is still happening. Woo! <laughs> and I mentioned that we would bring up an example of what Kevin was talking about, and here it is. As mentioned, the protests, again, are still happening on a very large scale, including globally. Yeah. Case in point, Australia has a Black Lives Matter protest scheduled for next week in Sydney. And boy, is the prime minister mad about that. They should call him the prime oh. madister.
0: Right? <laughs> Crikey. <laughs> Shrimp he's, on Barbie. He's piping mad. Uh, no, yeah. that was not Australian. <laughs> Hello, bro. <bruv>. Hey.
1: <laughs> I'm from Australia, he's... <laughs> I know this is shocking because Australia is normally so progressive when it comes to <laughs> racial stuff. Right?
0: I mean, yeah, totally. who would have seen this coming.
1: I remember one time on Thanksgiving, someone I know from Australia like tweeted a thing about "Oh, happy genocide day, Americans!" It's like, motherfucker, you're from Australia. <laughs> You have a feast for the exact same goddamn reason.
2: That's the pot calling the Kelly Leroli. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: That's not a genocide. This, this is, is a, a genocide. genocide.
2: Oh, is it Paul Rogan? <laughs> Jesus, it's Paul Hogan. No, it's a Joe Rogan title. Yeah, yeah okay. okay. It's, it's a really good to... joke. It's a really good no, joke. No, it's, it's, it's
0: great. It's great. <laughs>
2: I'm just trying to say anything that's kind of funny because this episode is bumming me out. So
0: and, and you are saying things that are kind uh, of funny.
2: <laughs> uh, I miss podcasting with you.
0: <laughs> I miss podcasting with you.
1: I would argue this is one of the l- less depressing episodes we've had. <laughs>
2: yeah, that's fair. It's fair. It's yeah. For it's yeah. It's for the for the times.
1: They've been some real bummers. <laughs> so the prime minister of australia his name's scott morrison which you shouldn't be a politician named scott morrison
0: (laughs) no you should be you should be a bully (laughs) (laughs) fronting a grunge band. yes
1: (laughs) yeah something like that and he thinks that given everything that's happening with coronavirus gathering for a protest is just irresponsible of course granted The protests in the US have not led to any noticeable spikes in coronavirus cases, unless you ask Fox News, which is the only outlet reporting that they have.
0: Oh wait, well then we should we should hear it out. How
1: how did they
2: mess up? Did they get the wrong information? They should they should look into that. They they might not want to be reporting the wrong
1: things. Uh they're not doing it on purpose, right? (laughs) They were probably just misinformed by the cops. We're all victims of police violence, including Fox News. Yeah, the because with the protests, the way police were responding, if you weren't at the protest, you didn't want to fucking be out. So it's sort of the same way coronavirus has temporarily fixed our problems with pollution, <coughs> where like so many people are off the roads and staying home that like the environment has gotten better. With the protests, because so many people were staying home they weren't out spreading coronavirus, right. and the and people also, at protests were wearing masks. Exactly. So
2: they they were wearing masks, and then like the people that were staying home either because they weren't at the protests or because their fucking city shut them in their homes at five eight, five p.m. with a mandatory curfew uh, with yeah. one hours notice and just like you know other fascism things.
1: <laughs> right. So it's it's not to say that there weren't any coronavirus cases right. that happened yeah. at the protest. Just that. One they, they were basically outweighed by the fact that so many people were staying right. home.
0: It wasn't statistically significant.
1: Right. And here's the thing the state of New South Wales, where Sydney is located, we all knew that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh already allows gatherings at football matches, but not Hi. the good kind, hotels, and shopping centers.
0: That's what I that's what I thought. They're opening up already.
1: And I believe this protest is going to be an indoor thing, which is weird. Yeah. But in that case, like... Get a new venue. Well, if you're already allowing indoor gatherings... it's
2: it's crazy hypocritical bullshit. Yeah, absolutely. And we all know soccer fans aren't... They're not going to socially distant. They're going to be fucking (laughs) beating the shit out of each other when one goal happens. Like, it's not... It's going to be... Like, that's a way more problematic place for people to be.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And... This is a quote from protest organizer Paul Silva. These protests are being singled out by the New South Wales police and the government, and that's because they see the support from all different nationalities, people of all different walks of life, and they know our message is definitely getting across. I would agree with that.
2: Yeah, it's hard not, it's hard not to.
1: <laughs> yeah, and just imagine being on that side of history. Being like, now we can't have Black Lives Matter protests in my country. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah.
2: Uh, you're you're you know, already
1: right on the right on the edge, Australia. Yeah. Don't make us give you to Russia. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, it's just like I don't. I get really like really. I'm really fascinated in like a macabre way of like trying to like understand the mentality of someone who's like, on, and, and all, by all accounts, like statistically, like a smart. Not saying that this guy is smart. Like these people are smart, but like. Like, like, just being like, mm, I understand everything. I understand the movement, but I just don't want to be a part of it. because like, then, like, I don't want to pull it's political. It's like, no, it's not. It's literally just saying people around you shouldn't be killed. And to be like, yeah, but that's too rich for my blood. It's like, who the fuck are these people? <laughs> I don't understand it because I have nothing in common with them, I guess. I guess that's what it's it complacency.
0: is. Complacency. Yeah, that's true. You're comfortable. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I remember someone I used to work with at one point. I think it was around the time of the Michael Brown murder. No, probably even later than that. But at one point he tweeted, I'm tired of being worried about alienating fans. Black lives matter. And it's like, motherfucker, before this, you were worried about (laughs) alienating
2: racists? (laughs) Oh, I saw one of the best ones when, uh, when, uh, uh, you know, noted Christian actor Chris Pratt tweeted his Black Lives Matter take after George Floyd was murdered. He was just like, I just can't find the words right now to express how I feel. And then somebody retweeted it with just, how fucking hard is it to say Black Lives Matter, you coward? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like it's like these people are like, oh, yeah. it's "So it's so fucking lame. And it's like, I don't want to lose my followers if I support, uh, you know, life. Ugh.
1: So let's talk about one last thing, which is kind of a public service announcement if you're not going to stop entirely at least be very careful when you're live streaming protests absolutely just take portland as an example in the area of portland where these protests are focused security cameras in the area have been destroyed and stolen and vandalized and why because motherfuckers don't want to be on camera right When they're tearing the fucking city to the ground because they refuse to defund the police. Yep. And then here comes every fucking citizen journalist (laughs) with their goddamn phone, which if you're taking your phone to a protest and streaming from there, that's like, you're not even supposed to take (laughs) your fucking phone. Yeah. That's how the authorities track us these days. But... People will show up with their phones and start live streaming these protests. And I get it, like, ooh, amplify voices and all that. But what you're also doing is giving law enforcement something to just sit back and watch.
2: Yeah. It's like, did you learn nothing from Standing Rock when we all checked in on Facebook and Standing Rock just to throw off the cops?
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's that's kind of the point. Yeah. No, 100%. Yeah. And one of the things that just happened with the protests in Portland uh, someone was live streaming one of the protests and the cops were just watching it because why wouldn't they? Right. And in this video, they saw a protester take a flaming wooden board and place it against the exterior wall of the federal courthouse. And then a second protester picks it up and moves it and leans it against more wood. So a fire mm-hmm. starts. And then a third protester puts out the fire and it's fine. But that second protester, when he walked away, he turned his face toward the camera and the law enforcement that was watching in particular a Department of Homeland Security intelligence operations specialist
0: fucking terrifying.
1: Analyzed the footage took screenshots of the protester's face sent them to federal agents. Those agents arrested a man named Benjamin Weir who has since been charged with attempted arson of a federal building. If convicted, he faces a sentence of five to 20 years in prison.
2: It's fucking horrific, especially if what if it was just like a feng shui thing and he wanted to just move, like realign the boards to make it look more pleasant. But five to 20 years is nothing to riff on. That's disgusting. And it's fucked up that, you know, I mean, it's obviously always been a surveillance state. But uh, now like that, that job title you described, what was it again? The intelligence operations specialist yeah that's that's some hydra shit again like i keep mentioning hydra because i'm watching a lot of marvel movies lately but it's the same like it's it's they're just like oh we know exactly where everybody is and we're gonna you know just do whatever we want to them because we have the technology and the power and no one's gonna try to stop us like it's fucking terrifying
1: yeah i don't i don't completely understand the point of live streaming a protest i understand
2: the filming brutality like a cop to so you try to get the cop fired or arrested? I get that part of it. Like turn your phones on when a cop starts whiling out. But I, I sure. kind of know. I, I kind of agree with you on that too.
1: But just being in the middle of the crowd and holding up your phone and going, "Hey, look, we're right. all protesting." It's like, don't do that.
0: Yeah, that that I don't have a lot of patience for. There are people who do it correctly, and there are organizations that are dedicated to these sorts of things that like train outlets and their- stuff right that train their uh people on the ground how to be as safe as it's possible to be while still giving people information from these events because i do think it's important for just everyone to see what is happening at these protests in a uh on the ground way but it's yeah yeah it's it's less uh useful when it's just some random person in the middle of it with their phone just filming indiscriminately and like 30 minutes or or
2: like an hour instead of
0: yeah. People who are legitimately there to try to safely document the event.
1: But like, yeah, I mean, and I do get it. I get that people's intentions are good. Most of the time, like, I don't I don't doubt that some of those citizen journalists are not on the right side. I will say
2: that that happened to me uh, at a month ago at a protest I was at in uh, Studio City, a guy who was uh, on a bike who rolled by where we were protesting in this corner uh got my face and he was trying to like antagonize the group because it was you know all peaceful no one was breaking shit and stuff and like he was like (laughs) trying to like stir stuff up and then he's like man i'm gonna film your ass and he pulled out his camera and i was like dude like get away from me like i don't want i don't know who you are i did not consent to this like and i just walked away and i told everyone else to like just not engage with him and don't let him and he eventually he just like lingered around the outskirts of the protest mugging us for most of the time but it's absolutely uh very it was very weird to have that experience for sure he like put out like a gopro or something it was crazy
1: probably a fucking cop yeah
2: probably yeah he he came back like three times over the course of like three hours too so probably a cop yeah
1: yeah i'm at the point in my life where i assume everyone's a cop until (laughs) i'm proven otherwise safe than sorry like if a new person shows up in my life, I'm like, what the
2: fuck are you doing? <laughs> Out of every car that's behind me on the road is an undercover cop car. Like every
1: time, like I'm just like, yeah, of course,
2: that's that's an undercover cop, and so you know, I'd be careful.
1: I don't drive. <laughs> so I think that's our episode. Does anyone have any final thoughts on? The police and protesters. Uh, there's uh, many
2: sides to this. We have to. <laughs> just, like after all of that, I'm like just the worst. I'm like, we got to really hear about all of it, though. Like we only talked about. It. <laughs> I can't even do that bit. I hate it. Uh, no, I just I don't know. Uh, fucking support whatever is in your area. People listening, your community. Uh, there's bail funds everywhere you can support to get protesters out of jail. Uh, uh, yeah. You know, fuck it, fuck the cops, fuck the police, a cab, fuck twelve. Um, yeah, I need, fuck I need, the police. I need a sandwich.
0: Keep, <laughs> fuck the police. Keep protesting. Don't stop. Uh, if you're able to get out there and and be on the street, uh, do it. If you can't, support in however way that you're able to. Uh, don't stop talking to people about it. Don't let people forget what's going on. Uh, I think that's the most important thing. Totally.
1: I will uh, sort of plug something as my Ooh. closing thoughts. Uh, if you want to hear more about this topic, on this week's episode of Conspiracy the Show, which goes up tomorrow with me and Fizza Dasani, uh, tomorrow as this is released, we're talking about the Brianna Taylor murder. Sure. And how that might be tied to a gentrification plan Whoa. that Ooh. is happening in Louisville. Huh. And... Her family recently amended their lawsuit and made that exact claim that the warrants that were issued uh, that ultimately led to her death were not about taking down high level drug dealers. They were about getting a motherfucker to move so they could tear his house down and gentrify a neighborhood. That's one way to do it.
2: Let's let's give him the move in a body bag. (laughs) Like what? That's that's a little on the nose. Cops. Jesus, have some subtlety if you're going to be a racist piece of shit.
1: Yeah, it's a pretty fucking crazy story, and it seems like they might be on to something. I'm definitely listening to that. I I am. I'm going to listen to that. (laughs) I'm very interested (laughs) in hearing that. It's another example of stories related to Black Lives Matter and the Black Lives Matter protests that just is not getting talked about that much. But and,
2: it's a crazy one. And if you're listening to this, um, you know, the next Bleak and Review that's coming out, I just want to hype. We talk a lot about farts and um, <laughs> and, uh, and 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 and, uh, you know, uh, uh, I got nothing else. I don't this racist yeah, farts. racist farts. <laughs> it's a fart that only comes from the sweat of a boot that you licked. Uh, it's, <laughs> it really adds some stank to your fart. It's so leathery and and uh, up, uh, you know, up, up the ass of the government.
1: So. I think that's our episode. Uh, we already plugged stuff, but unpopsnetwork.supercast.tech. You can subscribe to the network. Also, unpops.com slash shop. Go buy yourself some shirts for your torso. <laughs> nice. Hell yeah. Um, and I think that's it. Let's get the fuck out of here. Olivia, say goodbye. Bye. Kevin, say goodbye. At KB Anderson, yo. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. We love you.